0: If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today.
1: Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire Demasquerade live play podcast. I am Savanna Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The coterie went to B-Positive Therapy to collect Rosemary Belgie for questioning. She claimed to have no idea what was going on, but Everett and Evangeline took her into the station, where Doris compelled her to admit she was part of a black market blood ring. Realizing that Rosemary's winding answers might be a stall tactic, Val and Evangeline raced back to be positive therapy. What will they find hiding in the depths of the secret basement? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here.
2: Evangeline and Val, you are heading down into the basement of B-positive therapy as Everett and Doris are on their way to you. Uh, as you move down, uh, do you, you would have flashlights on your hips, so you could take those out, uh, which would be an option. Uh, otherwise, you could just walk into the darkness and see what happens. These are both valid approaches.
3: Flashlight. Oh, my goodness
2: figured I'd check. Val may want things to lunge at her so she can fight them. I'm not sure what Val's <laughs> yeah, strategy yeah. is.
4: Yeah, we'll do if it's that dark down here, flashlights.
2: The flashlight is out and you both uh begin looking around. Can you both roll me and a wits and awareness? This yeah. is just a pure look around.
4: It's two oh. successes for me. Three successes
2: for me. Three successes. Fabulous. With three successes, uh Val, you start looking around the space with the flashlight. Evangeline, you find the light switch on the wall uh, and turn it on, (laughs) and the whole basement lights up. Uh, You are looking around into a space that is equivalently wide- and kind of large as the mechanics shop above. So it Mm. is a large single room held up with a number of support posts throughout. Uh, It is also a very pristine medical looking space. You are seeing 12 beds, kind of the traditional institutional metal cots with sheets, with everything set up. Uh, Next to each of them you can see activities, there are different kind of tables, there are folding chairs, there are a number of different things. The one thing that stands out is next to each bed is a long piece of chain at the end of which is a cuff that is padded.
4: Uh Uh-huh.
3: What?
2: For a further investigation, now that you can see the space, can you both roll me... I would accept wits and awareness for just generally looking around, or an intelligence and investigation if you want to try to math things out in a more intellectual way.
4: Two
3: successes again for Val. Uh damn, I'm rolling great. No, wait. I lied. Two successes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> On
6: intelligence
3: and investigation. I thought it was three. Anyways. <laughs>
2: All right, you both put together one consistent thing about this environment. Uh, Val, when you look around, you can see that 11 of the beds are in some state of disarray and the 12th is perfectly put together. You're also around the 12th. You're not seeing any games or anything else set up. Your guess would be that there were 11 individuals down here, not 12. (sighs) Evangeline, looking around... You can see that a number of the games have been left kind of in mid-play, not in the sense that they've been there. You can also see a chessboard where a number of pieces have been knocked over. But when you do the math on it, it doesn't math out how chess would. It seems like whoever was down here was hurried out after you left. Fuck. There are a number what of what kind of here. games are they? Uh, you see chess. You see checkers. Uh, it's black and red. You can see some cards. Uh, that kind okay, of Okay,
3: so not like kids games
2: necessarily. No, you're not seeing anything okay. targeted at children. No. Good. Okay. <sighs> it's all it's all adult. You see a game of what you think is Gin Rummy even though you're not sure how to play Gin Rummy because I'm not and as god no one in this game will play Gin Rummy. Um, but you're seeing like advanced level games. You you you're, there's no thought of oh this could be kids. Like everything down here seems they adult. Cards against humanity down there, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cards against kindred, it's the vampire yeah. version mm. <laughs> So that is what you see uh, and at this point, having put all of this together, Everett and Doris arrive uh, and step down into the basement so you can relay your findings you can talk about this strange room you've all discovered.
6: Why is it always basements?
5: that's a uh, that's a good question. work
6: just as well.
5: Did you find anyone? or has this place been been empty? No one's been through here. It looked like
4: uh, 11 people bailed out probably while uh, Rosemary was distracting us. And because basements have no light, Doris. My attic doesn't have
6: any light if I don't want it to.
4: Well, it's really easy to make light in it.
5: Can we tell? (laughs) (laughs) If they left through uh, some other exit or did they come up these stairs? Do we know if there's an additional exit to this basement? When you look around the room, there is no additional exit. It's just the stairs.
2: This is one large open space. You're not seeing any surprises anywhere.
3: And is there like a switch for it to open from the bottom? Or does it have to be opened from the switch up top?
2: Has to be opened from the switch up top. You're not seeing any controls down here.
5: All right. So someone laid them out. So it's not just Rosemary that knows this is down here, which... I mean, just given the design and general engineering that would be required to convert a space like this, that doesn't come as quite much of a surprise. All right, so any theories so far?
3: Well, now I'm worried that people are coming here and being held against their will to give blood.
5: Interesting. I'm thinking it's for... uh, Newly turned kindred, you get handcuffed to the bed. Handcuffs are padded so you don't hurt yourself. You turn, you get fed ill-blood illegitimately. You're not in the system. We got unaccounted for undocumented kindred in here. That's my theory so far.
3: Oh shit, yeah.
5: Now if they're in here, chances are they don't have anywhere else to go. One or two of them might even come back. We're gonna have to camp out at this spot, but uh, let's let's have a look around here. See if we got anything else. What? Uh, where haven't you checked? What? Uh, how can I help?
0: We
6: need to find her client list.
5: Right? Have we found that
2: yet? Is that down here? Uh, Evangeline, you had found a number of paperwork and identified the spaces where things were in the upstairs office. You didn't mm-hmm. find paperwork down here, but if you're looking for the client list, it's up there.
6: It's there. Just so we can compare the names.
2: That's for Efton's valid. purposes. So you've got plenty of time to be able to do this. Uh, I would say everybody can roll uh, whatever they feel they would be doing. I think we can go through each person to figure it out. I mean, Everett, I think intelligence and investigation is going to be him looking at a forensic scene. Uh, Val, how would you go about trying to figure out what's going on here? What's catching Val's interest?
4: Man, Val is so frustrated by this. Almost like trying to think of retracing steps if people left and left out of here, which way they went, or on foot, vehicles, something... Like, it's more just, where did these people go? Not interested in the room anymore.
2: That makes sense. Okay, so why don't we have you check upstairs, the surrounding Mm -hmm. area, see if there's any security cameras or something that you might be able to track footage off of. So in that case, I would accept uh, intelligence or wit. It depends on whether you're like trusting your gut or whether you're trying to like intellectually math it out. Uh, And you will be rolling, I would say, awareness, or I would accept drive if you were thinking that a vehicle may have been involved, so you're trying to math out the vehicle Mm routes, or you're just Mm -hmm. kind of seeing what you can find in the area. Okay. Evie, what are you doing? What's your strategy? Um, Am I Evie
5: or is Laura Evie? I'm Ooh, Evie. I Evie. Evangeline is <laughs> Evie. Everett is always Everett. There uh, is I thought, no. I thought you and I were becoming better pals. Okay. Look, I uh. made.
3: I made a mistake. I didn't realize that I created a character with the same two first letters as another character. Who cares? I broke the rules. Look at these
5: fun little encounters we're having we all know
2: it. that i'm very good friends with ty Lee, uh, yes. but everett oh. is everett. yes
5: thank you riley <laughs>
3: um so this is looking through like the, the this um... is
2: whatever so this is you're you're having the time now to actually deal with this scene forensically so it's yeah. kind of like what would you want to look into in this scene like what is drawing your interest or what do you think is the thing that should be looked into right now Everett's going through kind of the paperwork, looking at the client list, trying to math that out. Val is going to check possible, you know, routes of egress and figure out where people could have gone or how to track them down. What do you want to look into?
3: Um, Was there anything else downstairs other than the beds?
2: Not that you could tell, but you could definitely look more because again, you had time for a relatively cursory look before um, uh, Doris and Everett showed up.
3: I also want to know, are there any other rooms, like, in this building?
2: Okay, so you want to check out the building, which yeah, sounds I like want, a reasonable Yeah, I want to thing. check yeah. out everything. Uh, I'm imagining you want <laughs> intelligence and investigation, which feels like it'd be you mathing things out to see if there's anything yeah, else hidden absolutely. or going on. Yeah, absolutely. Great, that'll be your pool, Doris. Oh, unpredictable Doris. <laughs> what about this is drawing your interest?
6: Um... I think she's kind of thrown the client list suggestion out there to be like someone was going to do that. Because <laughs> that sounds proper? Mm-hmm. Um, she, she probably wants to look for the blood that, like, cool it, the blood part of the blood bank. So I think maybe she's like sniffing around. Um, That's a great literally idea. Uh, <laughs> trying to find these hidden stores of blood.
2: Great,
5: I'd
6: accept here. Uh,
2: wits and occult. Ooh, or uh, if you were just trying to use your knowledge of where you would hide things, or wits and blood magic, if you want to literally try to smell for blood.
6: Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we can do wits and blood magic for sure.
2: Cool. All so you'll be rolling s- that six die pool. Everett, we'll circle back to you. Let's see how you're doing with your paperwork, buddy. Uh,
5: three successes.
2: All righty. You look through the paperwork, uh, comparing it to the records, which you can do over the radio with Troy, who's able to sit at a computer and actually pull up stuff on the town. Uh, (laughs) You can confirm that the clients that are listed actually exist. Uh, The vampires that are listed are vampires registered in town. You're not seeing names you don't recognize. Um, As you keep diving deeper, though, you realize that William Walker is not listed as a client. (sighs) And as you study further, you also begin to realize that you're seeing a number of therapy sessions that would be insane for the existing clients. They're clearly being listed over and over. Some people are listed as coming in twice a night. These records have clearly been falsified enough that a quick glance, if somebody was to like look over a shoulder or maybe even take like check a week, it would pass as legit. But deeper dive, you can tell that these are definitely fictionalized records. Existing people's names are being dropped in a way that's designed to cover up something else. None of these people could possibly come into therapy that much.
5: Right. Okay. So you don't have a list of yeah, anything untoward. Like the negative space of it, but I can't fill it in with anything yet. Correct. Not with okay. what's there. Val, let yeah. it. what'd you get?
4: Well, I did wits and awareness because it's more just a gut feeling of stalking around and seeing what pulls her. I got three successes also.
2: Three successes. Uh, you look around the space and see that there are no security cameras on this building. That won't help you. You're not yep. seeing anything obvious in terms of vehicles in the area or other things. Uh, but as you go across the street and you're checking the different houses, you can see that one of the houses directly across from the front of the building has a video doorbell where they have the camera in it that records when people come up to the door that activates from a motion sensor.
4: Mm -mm. Val's knocking on this door then. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let me get my list of names from Patreon. (laughs) Hi there, I'm Tom McGee and I
7: love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these Wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to of course at our $25 level getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So, if you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dice. that's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E and help us create more of these fun adventures together.
2: The door opens uh, and a a tall, lanky, nervous-looking gentleman in his late 20s with long, stringy hair uh, in a a singlet and boxers just, like, like, opens the door and he's like, am I under arrest?
4: No. Val points at the doorbell. That thing on.
2: Yeah, it's motion sensor.
4: You got a recording I can look at?
2: I think so. Uh, And he just, like does that weird thing where he's rubbing one eye and just kind of staggering because he clearly woke up uh, and you <laughs> go in and see just a massive fucking TV in this living room and so much weed, so much yep. weed and so much beer and just snacks and a video game system. Then what appears to be the human version of a nest on this couch? Clearly mm-hmm. this dude just plays a lot of games. You've seen in the majority of cases, people with a universal basic income do incredible things with their lives. Not this dude. He's just playing video games, and he's very happy. Uh, but he picks up his phone, walks back to you, and just opens the app to the doorbell, and you can see the the tape of the last little while. And it's got mm-hmm. pretty good coverage. Can you roll me
5: <laughs>
2: a strength, but technology? Mm-hmm.
5: Ryan, while Dell is rolling, why did you have to reference your Patreon names when clearly you're just describing me, Tyler Hewitt? <laughs> oh. And you know my name. I have to cover for you, Tiley. I see. I understand. <laughs> okay. I Thank you.
1: Who
6: so much weird weed to submit your name to your own <laughs> show? No, <that's>, <laughs> Tyler,
5: <laughs> I'm just holding that weed for a friend. <laughs> yeah, and the beer. The yeah, friend is me. That's right. yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. And but honestly, it's zero judgment. Val sees this place and is like, oh. Will <laughs> thinking about
2: myself. <laughs> yeah.
4: three successes on that.
2: Three successes. We were testing the strength of the camera, uh, and oh. it turns out to be pretty good. The motion sensor <laughs> seems to activate when uh, when you meant vehicles strength are driving the by. The camera
3: like did del like, break it. Crushing
2: it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that Val, would be very funny, but that's that's not our general concern.
3: <laughs>
4: yes, uh,
2: too both. So Val, you look and you can see that during the time that everyone was away, a white panel van pulled up. Locking oh, the view God. of the front entrance to the store. It was there for about six minutes, and then it pulled away.
4: Uh-huh. Is there any way to t- t- tell anything from this fan? I'm assuming it's the side of it, so we can't get plates or anything like that.
2: Uh, It is the side of it. You won't be able to tell from the phone, but he will send you the video, so you could okay. theoretically either look into it yourself or leave it for the daytime officers to be like, find me things.
4: Yeah, she'll just, can you save that to send it however the fuck that <laughs> works
2: do you have a phone yeah <laughs>
4: Here, give her a phone human <laughs> okay. <wouldn't> do it <laughs> what's,
2: what's what's your number
4: uh <laughs> Belle doesn't know her. This is a new yeah. phone. How am I supposed to know?
5: Bell doesn't have to call herself. No one just yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick
2: is, luckily you got a video game person, so he can math out how to get your number for you. He's She's like, just you give,
4: might. Here, here, give him the phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so he, he sets up and just texts you the video. Uh, and then he's like, you might want to write down what your number is so people can call you because it's weird that you don't know your number.
4: Yeah, thanks. All right, good night. <laughs> Devel's gonna head out back to the street.
2: Good night. And then he just closes the door and goes back to his nest. Uh, You are on your way back, having scored the video. Evangeline, what'd you get?
3: Oh, shit. Oh, oh. I got two successes plus a messy successy. Ooh.
2: So six successes? You were scoping out the building was there anything specific in terms of the building you wanted to find i'm trying to remember
3: uh if there are like other offices in there any other place for storage if anyone's you know living there i don't know where rosemary lives like basically what are the other rooms and what are they being used for
2: cool uh you search the whole place and you, you go over it with a fine-tooth comb. You're certain you're going to be able to find something. You've had success as a detective before with your general investigative skills, and you feel like you're, you're really coming into your own. You may not be a great beat cop, but you're a good detective. And as you search through and see, Everett's already got the records that takes away your, like, journalists. You know, your best strength is paperwork. Yeah. And you start searching the rest of the space, but Doris is already sniffing around for blood. And you go to go outside, and Val's already looking for the neighborhood <laughs> stuff. And you're just, like, looking around. You're not finding any rooms. And you go back downstairs and you're incredibly frustrated and you just feel the beast kind of threaten to rise to the fore and you yell and you punch a wall. But instead of going through plaster or going through what you'd expected, your hand clangs off metal really, really loudly. And it stings even though you're a vampire because you thought you were going to get to punch something that breaks. Uh, and you study this wall, and you realize you have discovered a safe that has been built into the wall down here. That is nearly floor to ceiling. It's six feet tall.
6: Oh shit!
2: And as you move one of the drawings that is on the wall taped up with paper, you find a keypad uh, that gives you access.
6: <laughs> I guess that makes my role a moot point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Mm. Vaults Uh, hold money also, not just blood. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm, you found the vault that is downstairs. Upstairs, Doris, what'd you got?
6: Four successes.
2: Man, the new cops are killing it this time around. Uh, Doris, you search around, and it's a combination of using your otherworldly gifts, literally smelling for blood, trying to math it all out. And you end up discovering two different setups. One, Inside the massive desk that Rosemary was standing behind when you all came in, as you open it up, creeping around Everett like just under him, crawling between <laughs> yes. his so, legs, oh, yeah. to read. Look.
6: She's like talking to the blood, <laughs> like you can't hear what she's saying, pretty much, but she's just like muttering under her breath.
5: She's yeah, like, I.
6: Yeah.
5: Everett has like the the client list in his hand, and he's referencing it against the timesheet back and forth. He's Troy trying to talk to Troy yeah. and he just stops and just kind of stares into the middle distance just to just let Doris do her thing. Just like, I, I, can't, I can't work until she's done. So he just waits.
4: <laughs>
5: just, Hang on, Troy. I'll, I'll be with you in a second. And Doris,
2: <sighs> you are delighted because you find an old-fashioned wooden switch in the bottom of this desk that speaks to you in your level of technology. And when you hit it, the drawers, instead of opening out, swing wide and open, and a little bit of steam appears in the oh, air. A little cool. bit of frost, because it turns out both sides of this desk are mini refrigerators, and when you open them up, they are full of blood. You are seeing blood bags in a very the medical fuck sense.
1: What is this place
2: that have been stored in there? Uh, and when you start sensing that, you you can smell the exact blood that you've been you've been after. Uh, and you realize over behind the bookshelf in the other corner, it swings out. Uh, and behind it, there is a padded chair with a a whole setup for drawing blood. It's got the needles. It's got additional bags. It's a whole thing. So someone could come in. She basically opens the bookshelf, can draw the blood, can store it in the desk. It's all in one place. You've solved where this is occurring and how.
6: Cool. Um, she's going to kind of get off a, get off her hands and knees and just kind of look at Sheriff and just say, uh there it is.
5: Uh, Troy, I'm going to call you back. And you,
2: you all come together. I think this is the point where Evangeline, <laughs> you rush up to tell everyone what you found, Val, you come back from across the street. You're all in the room to share your discoveries now.
6: Sometimes you just have to follow your nose.
5: <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm certainly glad you did. Well, Well done, Officer Barbara. Uh, Miller, Clark, how'd we we do? Turning, checking the rest of the building out.
3: Oh, oh, there's a, oh, there's a massive safe in here.
4: Hidden. Safe?
5: Yeah. Secret blood compartments, secret basement. Damn, this place has been turned inside out with all kinds of secret compartments. How about you, Miller?
4: Yeah, seems like a really serious operation. I got video footage from the guy across the street, but blocked by a van just at the exact right time.
6: Well, that's convenient. Hmm. I think All right.
3: that, oh, this is like, this is a lot of money that's yeah. gone into this space. Like
5: I got half a mind <laughs> to send 10 million of it to buy Harvey out of his contract.
6: I, I do believe that this is evidence, Sheriff.
5: Yeah, I know I've only got half a mind. So
6: I've got a full mind, but.
5: (sighs) Right. Um, We got to get Stella Carson or Dr. Holloway on the phone. We got to get this blood to the hospital. We need to, this needs to be added to the, the city supply right away, safely, quickly. So we need to get that done. We also need to basically, this whole building is a goddamn crime scene. We need to keep digging. We need to make sure we didn't miss anything. We need to follow up on this video footage that we've got.
6: Are we Break still doing a stakeout, sir?
5: Uh, that's a good question.
6: That sounds fun.
5: <laughs> I don't know that we should right now. I think knowing what exactly is all up in this building is more important. Might give us more information on how to track these people down. Mm. Uh, Miller, tell me again about this van. Well,
4: Belle will just pull up the video on her phone. Show it to Everett.
5: Is it show someone getting into the van?
2: So what you see is, and based on the timestamp on the video, because it's from a security camera that's intended to run over time, uh, you can see yourselves pull up to the front and go in, come back out, drive away, and the camera shuts off. Mm-hmm. And then 10 minutes later, you see the camera reactivate as a white panel van pulls up in front of the... The positive therapy building mm-hmm. you cannot see what is happening because the van is between the front door and the camera mm-hmm. but it pulls up it's there for about six minutes and
5: then it pulls away and is gone interesting so from what we can tell do we, like we don't get to see the full van like it's it's too close to the camera to see the full van or is it far enough away that we can it's see far the full enough van? away you can see the full van so we can't see people coming or going from the van
2: You see them get out. You can see the driver get out. What you're seeing is blue coveralls and they're wearing a baseball cap. So just a very generic figure. It's impossible to determine much about them. It's far enough away and it's a door video camera. So it's not a super high
5: quality image. So then for example, just to be absolutely clear, we don't see 11 individuals piling into this van.
2: If you watch the video again, let's see how good this video is. (laughs) Uh, If you want to roll, I will accept for all of you can roll. Everybody gets to do this because you're all reviewing the footage. Uh, I will need wits and I will need technology. (laughs) Sorry. Doris, it is watching a videotape on a smartphone. So you may also just not partake of this.
6: Uh, No, she will. She will glance at it and and kind of scowl and uh, kind of flounce away to look at this (laughs) drawing room. I got a messy (coughs) successy.
3: Again. Two
5: two successes. Two oh successes. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> so for the two of you watching normally,
5: that, that they are two
2: successes, the two normal vampires, um, you are watching uh, and you see that as the van parks, you can also see some subtle movement and some subtle rocking on the wheels as it goes. So yeah. this is a panel van. It has doors on the side. It's possible people are getting in on the other side of the vehicle before it pulls away. That's all you get, okay, Evangeline. You are <laughs> hopped up on being a detective, and you are so into <laughs> all of so the shit good that at you are this now. <laughs> you are obsessing over the details. Uh, you were you are looking at all the different pixelations, trying to read through into the mess to figure out what is going on. Uh, you also have an experience that the rest of the the party don't, and you begin to piece together what you think the logo is on the side. And it triggers your beast and it triggers your fear and it gives you a a big awakening because you recognize the logo of the night church. Fuck off. And there's the messy part of the successy.
5: No, no,
3: no, no. no.
5: What, what is it? Yeah, well, Clark. We,
3: we, we can't have nice things.
5: No, we cannot. What do you see?
3: Yeah, and the fuck—it's the—it's the fucking night church. It's their fucking logo on the van. The fuck. Uh, sh-
2: the church.
1: She's so nice. She's just such a nice like- lady.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which
6: one's the night church again?
2: Is that Val laughing? I just want yeah. to be clear. Yeah.
6: <laughs> 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 Is it Can't the one with the nice old people. man. Uh, so I,
3: as the there was a like a lady. Uh oh, I, I can't remember her name. Sister I Kurt Hamid. Sister Kurt Hamid. I took uh yeah, Costas to there, and like this is got about some when we were at the like
5: furniture shop when I had so, my little yeah.
2: yeah the episodes. only person who has gone to the night church is Evangeline. I think Val yeah. called to Val. I think made sure things were okay there. Yep. The rest of you had not actually been to that church. Uh, right. Doris, you've right. uh, you, had been, a, you had been around long enough, and I think you would know kind of like the older buildings, that kind of thing. The night church would be something you'd know of. It is a church. It is in the Nosferatu district. Mm-hmm. It is a church uh, kind of of a generic, all-faith. Uh, Sister Kurt Hamid, who runs it, is just like welcoming okay. to all 24 hours open and available. Uh, okay. She's helping people tackle uh, what the possibility of an afterlife is when it is confirmed that the supernatural is real.
6: Okay. And She's so the, nice and, he, he, she was so helpful. I, I oh, It's not I, the worst thing that religion has done, Angeline. All,
5: it's all right, Clark. And also, yes, Officer Barbara. Now look, we're just gonna follow <laughs> the evidence, all right? We're not gonna jump to any kind of conclusions. We don't know the level of involvement of the church. This van could have been stolen. This van, uh, it could be the act of the driver only, not necessarily associated with the church, or the church could be all the way in on this. Need to keep an open mind and just let the evidence tell you the story. All right? Yeah. All right. (sighs) So the only thing that you have not determined
2: at this scene is you have a safe that is in the basement that is locked. You have not got into that. You've been able to open everything else up. You could leave that for the daytime crew to take apart... You could try to have Val punch through it. There are so many options that the group has available. but Or you could just, like, leave it if it's not what something you What kind of locking mechanism right is it? Keypad. Uh, it's got the oh, traditional... it's a keypad. Okay. You know, what is it? 12 buttons. I mean, I could go back
4: to make symbols tell me, but Val could what? punch it.
5: I was, uh, yeah, okay. We're already <laughs> generating some solutions here. Good, good. Um, <laughs> Everett would say, uh, I'm keen to get into this... Vault, tonight. I'm worried about the day crew giving it a shot and getting in and some kind of, you know, kindred explosive trap or something like that going on. This town's full of that kind of stuff. I'm sorry to say this, but y'all are just hardier than the day crew, and I trust you more. Is everyone up for trying to get into this thing tonight?
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
5: All right, just make sure yep. you know the risks. This could be much more dangerous than... A standard vault might let on
6: it's already technologized so it already is right
5: of course officer barbara yeah
3: um evangeline's seen a movie uh so it, it, c- can she look at the keypad are there like any of like the buttons with like faded numbers
2: <laughs> <laughs> faded numbers no yeah. This was clearly installed and is relatively new. Your Dang. guess would be that this safe did not exist pre-New Haven. So mm. it kind of puts a relatively short shelf life on things. But Evangeline, could you roll me a wits and investigation?
3: Oh, dear. Oh, my best.
2: I would accept intelligence instead of wits. This is a memory thing. Yeah. All right, Intelligence.
3: Ooh, 3 successes. Get me go.
2: 3 successes. Uh you realize that none of the buttons are faded, but uh, uh would you watch detective mysteries? Would you watch superhero stuff? What's what's Evangeline's preferred viewing? Um
3: bef- uh, before she was turned um hmm. she definitely had a period of time where she watched a whole bunch of CSI and criminal minds and
2: perfect. <laughs> All that so stuff. So <laughs> you remember back to those episodes uh, and some of the tricks and you realize that if you run some powder over the keypad, if somebody has just been hitting a single pattern of buttons, that will be the buttons that are being pressed. So it lets you go from randomly guessing to much more easily from a smaller number guessing.
3: I'm trying to think of the movie where like literally someone pulls out like uh, like like makeup like a powder foundation like blows it
2: on the keypad and <laughs> there it you shows go up. that's what you're nice. doing and percy looks so fucking proud of you percy's <laughs> loving it uh, percy helps you find the makeup kit out of your purse it just appears he goes to your purse and, like shows up with it so you can do that
4: <laughs> So
2: cute. Uh, uh and you can just brute force it so you try the various different combinations uh it takes you like 25 minutes because there's a ton of combinations you're not sure how many numbers you need but eventually the little green keep over the keypad the little green screen just says unlocked and you hear a chunk uh and the wall just gently swings about a quarter of an inch out from itself around the edge of the safe
3: damn clark
5: well done all right everybody stand back miller
3: Eventually is like surprised and very pleased. Like, like a fucking, like, this is like real, this is like real detective shit (laughs) for her. This is like, she doesn't say this out loud, but like, holy
6: fuck. Sir, would you like me to see if there's anything untowards behind the door?
5: Well, sure, I was going to leave that to to Val here. This is still a big, heavy door, but if you're up for it, yeah, go for it.
6: I, I would just like to cast Sensei Unseen.
5: Yeah, go for it. Uh, Oh, in that sense, that's much smarter than what I was
6: thinking. (laughs) Oh, she's not going in there first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two successes.
2: Two successes. You don't see, you don't sense anything magical. You're not sensing any wards. It doesn't seem like there are any booby traps of a a blood or vampire
5: variety.
6: Okay. Um, If there are any traps, I assure you that they are of the mortal variety.
5: Right. They're more mundane, I suppose. Indeed. All right. Millie, you're up. Careful.
3: What? We're I not don't... in the clear yet. What if, oh, oh, I've seen, oh, and ev- Evangeline like still hopped up from like the messy successiness <laughs> of it all. It's like, oh, 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 if we all stand kind of like behind the door as it's swinging, then if there's an explosion, then we'll like have the door, like the heavy door like protecting us. And it'll like, end. and then if like all four of us are there, then like maybe the door, like if it like blows off its hinges or something, it won't like totally oh, blast Val's us in the wall or the something. Door. Like, <laughs> this <is too>
6: much.
2: <laughs> Val, you open the door. And the door opens. Nothing (laughs) explodes or anything. It's it's a Um,
4: fucking door, okay?
2: (laughs) Inside the safe, what you can see are a number of deep metal shelves. They're about two feet high, each of them. Uh, As you look in, a number of them have empty black duffel bags in them. They've been unzipped, unzipped, there's nothing inside them. When you get down to the bottom, you can see that there's one bag that still has things in it. When you pull it out, it's about $40,000 uh, in cash inside the bag in bands. This thing is clearly nearly fully empty at this point. Um, and you remember the amount because I think you had something in the realm of, oh God, did I write it down?
5: Did I? I bet I did
2: 12000 something and something. was the blood money that was in William Walker's bag, which is not an identical one to these. These are bigger hockey bag style. His was his own storage. Uh, But if he's got 12 grand from this and he's getting paid a significant amount, this seems real low, but it's clearly this was the money storage.
6: So we have Uh, a lot of rich vampires with cash on the run.
5: Looking at this space and how much money a... uh, presumably untampered with bag holds, how much money would this vault be holding if it were full? If it were full, millions. Millions, okay.
2: If we're full, it'd be a fortune. Uh, The other thing that I think we can say you generally note, because you're all crafty people, so I won't make you roll for this. Uh, If the people who had left had wanted to take money with them, they would have lifted a bag. They wouldn't have needed to take the cash out of the bags. Mm. So odds of them on the run with a ton of money is very, very low. The bags Mm -hmm. take up the space here. They're just empty. They take it back. Well, no, it's because, I mean, Doris, I don't know if Doris would be really tracking cash flow problems as a general (laughs) understanding. (laughs) Uh, sure. they, and they very well could have pocketed some to go, but they're probably not on the run with like millions. It would just be easier to haul the bags out. They were only in and out in six minutes and you know they mm-hmm. would have to get in, yeah. load the the thing. Assuming the cuffs are on, uncuff everybody,
5: get them to the van along with anything else and out. Who spends this much money to secretly funnel blood for 11 people? Why? Why wouldn't 11 more kindred just be sufficiently held up by the system? Sure, it would stress it out, but we could potentially change things up, increase donation frequency. Uh, uh, hell, even the more barbaric kindred kind of thing of indulgences or killing off more troublesome citizens. Why, why spend so much money, completely convert this entire building, For 11 people.
3: This reeks of outside. Outside money, outside funding.
6: It's either a group of very well-connected 11 people, or these were just the 11 people who happened to be in it today.
5: If it's the money of the 11 folks, I don't imagine they'd be living like this, handcuffed to a bed with a bunch of cards to play. They'd be living large. You know, their money could could afford them those kinds of luxuries. It's like... Charity? Or?
6: Churches some- do charity, sir. Yeah, yeah, they
5: do. All right, I don't have answers for these questions, just just asking them, just kinda part of the process. All right, next steps. We've got the money, we're gonna bring that back to the station, that's evidence now. We've got a keypad. We could maybe dust for prints. I don't know what our database is like for fingerprints. It's pretty solid. We've got a van to follow up on to gauge the church's investment in this and involvement. And now that we've really blown this whole thing open for Miss Bellevue, we can go back to questioning her. Maybe she can be a little more forthright, and if not, well, Officer Barbara, you can spend as much time as you need to with her to get your answers your way.
6: I also feel like William Walker. I almost said Wallace. That's a different (laughs) person.
5: Nice (laughs) man. You might've known him personally. Uh,
6: Nice man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, William Walker is a bit easier to rattle.
5: Yeah, but as someone donating blood, I don't know how much of this he really knows about. He'd know about the chair. Yeah. We can give can him another get, round of questioning.
6: And I can get information, hypothetically, out of Rosemary Bellevue. It's probably good that I don't investigate the church. We don't really have that good of a history.
5: There's no technology and no churches for you. Is that kind of your two hard-nose, or...
6: <laughs> the church is not a hard no, it's just... They've tried to burn me several times.
5: All right, well, we're a small team, so I'm going to need you. I'll, we'll all do everything we can to make sure they don't set you on fire.
6: Thank you, sir.
5: Well, you're. Can't trust him. I I would say it's almost literally the least I could do. (laughs) All right. Let's get to work on investigating the church, questioning Bellevue, and locking down this building.
2: Head back to the sheriff's station, or eventually your home. Uh, and. (laughs) You collect the evidence, you file it all, you fill out all the recordings and paperwork necessary. The daytime crew are going to be going in to kind of collect things, lock down the scene, etc. Uh, and it is time for a new night of searching, which is going to take you. Theoretically, you've got Rosemary, you've got the night church, you've got a number of things to look into. When you all gather the next morning, what what is the plan? I, I, I can't the, the do this without The next vampire doing morning. It. The next I vampire the morning. Night. Yeah, for you, it's all morning. <laughs> uh, but we do need to know what cards Doris drew. So Doris, if you could yes. roll me a oh. cult. Yay! It's not a right. day if we don't know how Doris' need cards it. look. Need it.
6: That's true. <laughs> uh, two, two. One, two,
2: three successes. Three
6: successes. Oh, I got two tens.
2: Oh, five successes. So five Hello. successes. Nice. Uh, Doris, you open, uh, you're, you flip over a card, and what you see is the back shell of a tortoise. The whole card is a tortoise. And on the back is just a spiral leading towards uh, the center, at the center of which is just a, a very, very tiny monkey with its <laughs> mouth open, with sharp teeth, with its hands raised up, just yelling directly upwards.
6: Right. Okay. Uh. <laughs> am I the tortoise or am I the monkey? Hmm. Perhaps today's a screaming day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thought Doris has as you all meet back in the central room of the station. You need to, what, what's your plan for the day? What's What are your tasks? You know the department policy is if you're going out, you all go out together.
5: Otherwise, you can all get murdered. Just- yeah. We don't stick to that super close. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we really should. Um, uh, Ryan, in uh, alerting the hospital to this blood stash and sending it in to be added to the supply, do we get a sense of, uh, like, is that sufficient to, to kind of help boost up the supply numbers or would it suggest that there may be more than one storage for this uh uh, illegal blood
2: uh this amount is a nice boost to the reserve you get a very pleasant thank you note it all checks out they've run it through kind of scanners to make sure that there's nothing wrong with any of it however it's not going to like solve the problem of the ongoing thing it just buys
5: some more time within the individual reserves okay so it puts a dent in it, but not definitively enough to, A, solve the problem, or B, suggest that this is just the beginning kind of Uh
2: thing. It's, it's not clear whether or not it's the beginning. You also don't know, A, how much is being stored, or B, yeah. what it's using, being used for or at what rate. Like, those are at the questions that are still yeah. outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because it could be that that... That desk was like, hey, maybe that's a month's worth of blood. Or, hey, maybe that's today's worth of blood. Mm. You don't think it'd be that much. You think you'd be seeing more, like, critical results from people coming in. This was, again, skimming, not, like, a large-scale theft. Right, but yeah. you're not sure.
5: Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Hey, everyone. Good evening. I, I had a thought. Uh, just uh as the sun was rising, I suppose. Uh, What do you all think of uh, putting out a press release? Not telling these folks everything that we're working on because it is an ongoing investigation, but in kind of building up maybe some goodwill with the community, saying, you know, we are investigating crimes here that affect you as mortals, as kindred. We've made some headway. If anybody has any tips or anything like that, you know, we'd appreciate them. Does that feel like the right move right now? I know we don't have the greatest image here. I have a hard time reading this kind of thing. What do y'all think?
6: I think a win is a win, sir.
5: I don't know what that means, Officer Barbara.
6: I think that... Winning is important. Yeah. And we haven't been doing it that much. Right. And if we have succeeded at discovering even the smallest modicum of information about this dastardly plot to steal blood, then we should be touting our successes to the community at large. A win is a win.
5: I see, I see. I like that. That makes sense to me, yeah. I was thinking, you know, we tell them that-
3: If we're asking people like for their help, then it's a good way of like making it seem like we're all in this together kind of. Right. I think a lot of people see us as this like weird like separate authority rather than people like actually trying to like help the community and maybe I, I don't know I could try to word it to show people that they have the power to take some ownership of the community safety too.
5: Yeah, uh, the last thing I want to do though is get folks scared. you know, Holloway came to us discreetly talking about a blood shortage. I don't think we should be telling folk that there's a blood shortage. Inside in a panic, getting people whoring or hunting.
6: But if you say that there was illegal blood dealings and we have discovered it, we could put a poster of her face around town saying, Have you talked to this therapist?
5: Oh, I kind of like that. Although we don't need to turn her into some kind of public enemy where people come in here trying to kill her because she's uh, breaking the laws of the Camarilla. I'm, I'm. I'm just trying to look at this from all the angles. I don't know how likely that is. I know this town is full of crazies, but I like I like where your heads are at on this. I think it's a real good idea to say we discovered blood smuggling or an illegal blood stash, uh, and for people to just kind of s- call into the station with any kind of information. I think that's a good idea. I think maybe, the people who people are maybe people have doing been approached
3: this, to join it and and said no.
2: That's a good idea too. Evangeline, could you roll me a Wits and Awareness?
3: Yep. I am rolling these dice forever. Four successes.
2: (laughs) That is a good number of successes. Uh, As the person who is closest to being mortal out of this whole gang, you also realize that every single person you've gone and talked to kind of assumes that if they're involved in a crime, they'll be murdered by vampires which might hinder the, if you know about this crime, please call us effect. So is there a way you, you could suggest to the group that might mitigate that general fear of constantly being murdered by vampires?
3: Well, I mean, it might be prudent to also put out, like, some sort of bulletin of like a know your rights kind of thing for people just like you know if people are like immediately afraid that like shit if i come to the police and like say something am i going to be like accused of being involved and then am i going to be like kept in a cell am i going to be turned into a vampire against my will like am i going to be removed from new Haven? like i like people have no idea like even rosemary bellevue who's like involved in some serious crime didn't know her rights coming into a police station that's like people don't know
5: all right all right yeah we could uh, do something like that but i don't know what people's rats are in this town i don't think they have many
4: clark fucking mortals don't have rights under the Camarilla. they're food Yeah, but this whole
5: New Haven thing is kind of a an experiment. Maybe we need to come up with some rats.
6: Perhaps we just put "We won't kill you. We promise" on the posters.
5: Perhaps (laughs) let's try to top that idea, though. Let's see. You know that's a good starting point. Let's see if we can.
3: With a smiley face, maybe maybe we can do something like it's like, like the Camarilla is like, you know, has these these rules or like lack of rules but like this is our promise to you and like you can hold us to this and like you know you're not gonna be like brutalized when you're like under our custody can something. we guarantee that Evangeline uh, is that what? a real promise I think <laughs> we at least for them at least for the mortals.
5: Bart, you here? Yeah, what do you guys need? What kind of protection can we offer to witnesses or tipsters? I don't fucking know. You're the sheriff. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could offer whatever you want. Toaster Rosa could probably
2: tell you to go fuck yourself and take it away, but then you'd have to, like, be here to break the rules, and it seems like he likes his fucking day spa or whatever. Otherwise,
5: the rules are what you say the rules are, man. All right. Well, look, I don't want to half-ass this charter of mortal rats for this city kind of thing. This is gonna take some time. We're really gonna have to think on this, and we got a crime uh, spree of people smuggling blood. Maybe we
3: should create a committee.
5: Oh, look. I think y'all have a lot of great ideas. I think y'all have strengths that I don't have and all that kind of stuff. But I can tell you, as the sheriff of New Haven, I'm fucking sick of committees.
2: All right, I'll put together a committee for all of you. Don't worry about it. It's going to be real easy. It's you fucking four. You're the committee. Nobody else gets a fucking say. The end.
1: This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Del Tastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hemstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme songs are what's really going on right now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazz Art, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org When it comes to Dum Dubs and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com dumdumdice we also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness.
2: OMG, it's Big Nick. D D and Things, Norma Byers, schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre Degados, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Gillan Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks
5: to you.